Welcome to Women Like Us with me, Jennifer Hudson. And me, Lillian Bayliss. And uh, today, we want to talk about the thing that people notice first when they meet you. Yeah, uh, on Women Like Us, we try to explore all of the um, relevant themes, particularly to women um, Mm. who are like us. Mm. Um, Ordinary, extraordinary women like us. Yeah, exactly. And I think, let's talk about the face. Let's talk about our faces, because... In a way, our face is our business, isn't it? And there's no getting around it. You have to you have to look good to get ahead. Or is that true? What do you think, Lillian? What have you found? Well, I'm I'm kind of um, surprised to hear you said that just because your broadcasting career hasn't been on the on the te- television, as far as I, I'm aware. You've been very much. Um, I've wanted to keep off screen. I've wanted to keep off screen just for more. I think you know the freedom, the integrity. That you don't have to. You don't have to sort of sell yourself. You don't have to prostitute yourself quite so much mm. if you take yourself away from the camera. And, you know, very much journalism is is my heartbeat, so to speak. So mm. I've wanted to keep on that side of things. But it's been different for you, well, hasn't it? it's been good because you haven't had the opportunities either, have you? So that's it's true. kind of, that's chimed with what you say you've wanted. But no, I mean, as somebody who... Um, you know, had a television uh, career and I was always very aware of, you know, um, it being my face that mm. had got me that work and thinking, hang on, there's a brain in here too. Right. Um, but, you know, th- th- we've got to be honest about uh, in this p- patriarchal society, women's, what's the first thing you notice when you see a woman? Mm. Depends how well-fitting a bra is, I imagine. Well, the third thing you notice for sure is going to be the face. And um, I remember the uh, late, great Desmond Morris um very eloquently um, uh, explaining that monkeys have big baboon asses because they are on all fours and the male monkey is at eye level with the bum. Mm. So as we started to become Homo erectus Mm. and then eventually Homo sapiens, Mm. certainly in my case, (laughs) the baboon pink eye-catching um, bubblegum bubble pink bubblegum pink mm. arse cheeks uh, decreased in size as we stood up and what increased in size do you think what what was at the eye level now of the uh, male monkeys or the male homo erecti the nostrils no a bit lower Ah, oh, I see where you're going with this. The breasts. Uh, yes, yes. The breasts became pink and, the mammaries. and eye-catching. Yes, yeah. thanks for the mammaries. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that's uh, always stayed with me. And I thought, ah, that's why. So it's all, you know, it's all nature and um, and it's all, you know, the mating game. Mm-hmm. Um, but nowadays, I like to think now that we're kind of sophisticated homo sapiens, it's the face that you want to you, you wanna pull focus away from the breasts, yeah. away from the vagina, mm-hmm. away from the buttocks. Mm. And you want your fellow men and women to, to look you dead on in the eye, right? Or at least talk to your face yeah. rather than anything lower so, down. Even though I'm a feminist, I'm all about enhancing your face, which is why I sit here with a face full of... Um, you know, hands up, fillers, uh, Botox, um, plastic, and some animal fat. Yeah, um, little metal rods you tried at one point, I think, didn't you? When you, I remember when you were, you got the call from Loose Women. It was in the name of journalism, that yeah, but yeah, yeah. But you got the call from Loose Women because Jane McDonald was off doing one of her shows on a boat. The late great Jane, yeah, yeah. And um, just to say, Jane is still very much with us. We don't want to. Is she? Yes. Oh, well, she's not with us here. But I mean, oh, she's no. on this earth. Oh God, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. No, so don't want to don't want to prematurely bump anyone off. Um, when you got the call from Loose Women, mm. it was an unexpected call. I remember you were very, very excited, but you went straight off, and the first thing you did 
was uh, go and see a high street mm. uh, cosmetic surgeon to, for one of those well, non-invasive... Well, the article was arse or face, um, mm. essentially. That wasn't the, we weren't that crass with the headline. Once you get to the age of 40 plus, which, mm. um, you know, I just turned 40, I think, when they approached me. Mm. Um, or they thought I'd just turned 40. Mm. Uh, and they said, you know, you get to choose, don't you? It's either, uh, either your, your arse or your face. And, mm. and you know, I, I'm fortunate I've, um, you know chosen both I guess right I was going to ask what about yourself I'm in a state of flux with it I've sort of yeah just taking the middle way I'm seeing how nature takes its course I think really I'll be guided by nature I prefer that course of action really whereas you're much more about the invasive procedures aren't you the cosmetic procedures there's no amount you won't whack on a credit card in order to the pursuit of youth listen it's my livelihood Mm -hmm. Um, less so in your case Uh, I'm I'm somebody who's who's got a a television career behind her um, Mm. or hopefully ahead of ahead of me Mm. and um, you know I know that although I'm a great journalist hopefully i'm not naive about why i'm getting that tv work mm. it's usually because jane mcdonald's on holiday though no isn't it? no no that was twice okay it's it's because of my you know mm-hmm. my looks right I don't want to get too bogged down in all of that. You know, I think that the point is that you you like the procedures. You like you're a big believer in the high. You're a big believer in the non-invasive high street procedure. It's looking aren't after you? yourself. It's yeah. making you feel that you value you. So you when know? you got the call from Loose Women saying, "Come in, Jane's on holiday. She's off on a boat doing some mm, singing. Yeah. Um, come in. Let's try you out in the lineup. Let's see how you get along yeah. with Colleen and whoever the other ones are." And you scuttled away. And you immediately went down to see what you could buy on the high street yeah. at short notice that wouldn't prevent, sort of cause any rashes or mm. redness to look as good as you can on camera. Mm. What did you go for? Bum lift. Right. I think that was a mistake. It was a mistake. It was a waste of time. You're on a stool. They sit on stools. You know that. I know they walk it out at the stupid. beginning, but they sit on stools it throughout. It was stupid. And, you know... Certainly, a bum lift has never troubled the behind of Colleen Nolan, and she's done all right out of it. And all I can say is... it. It it didn't lift it. It sort of put a wave in it, so it sort of looked really peculiar. It actually made sitting really uncomfortable, and that's one of the main um, requirements of that that gig. Yeah, it is. You have to um, sit that's down. That's why time. I'm you know moving around so much on the chair. I did wonder. Um, and in fact, you know, halfway through, started to straddle the chair because right. it was just the pain was incredible. Um, anyway, after that, I had a facial procedure because yep. the idea was to compare. What made you feel that you had more of a surge in your self-esteem? Was it if you looked after your your, your bum or your face? So I went for the foreskin facial. Wow, I think that's... uh, Which had just started to happen back then, but now is all over the papers because people like Kate Beckinsale go for them daily. What is a foreskin facial? Well, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, the Is name, it? yeah. Well, you know, as grown women, we've probably both had a kind of foreskin facial on okay. a number of occasions, but that's not what we're talking about, right? Um, well, only on my chin. I presume the rest of your face is covered. So, so what happens? What goes on? Is it a male technician mainly? Why do you say that? Well, I mean, I'm I'm assuming if a foreskin's involved, it would probably need to have a man no, attached not, to not, it. It's not a direct. They're not like whacking their 
foreskin at your face. Well, I don't I think, think any woman, you know, worth her salt is going to pay for know. that treatment on a day off. I mean, Jesus, uh, no, no, well, no, no, no. You strike a tone as if these things are self-explanatory. They're really, really not. So well, could... what they do is they they micro needle your face, which is just a tiny little prick, mm. and they. They, they put this tiny prick all over your face. And then they have a serum that they've made from the harvesting of all these um, little Korean boys. Um, foreskins, which now I say it sounds kind of immoral, but it can't be because Kate Beckinsale does it. I just say, Lillian, in all my years in journalism, which mm. are many, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like this. This is extraordinary. And the irony is it clearly hasn't worked. I had this done quite a few years ago. Oh, okay, fine. Um, and it did work. I felt fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look, if you're going to sort of start saying that all these procedures are crazy, there's all sorts of... And there's nothing a woman won't do if she's got enough money to, to make herself look younger. I mean, there's, 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 there's vampire facials where people put actual vampire's blood in your face, you know? Uh, no, there's no such thing as vampires. There's, no, there's not an actual vampire. No, there is, because there's vampire's facials. They do them. They do them up in town. All right. Okay. This, I feel like we've gone. We've sort of seriously gone off beam here for a minute. I just want to really nail down the particulars of the foreskin facial. So you're saying they harvest babies' foreskins, they grind them up into a serum, mm. they prick all over your face with tiny little pricks, and then they inject the serum made from babies' foreskins into your face simply in order to look good on loose and women. And it feels fantastic. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it. I think it sounds absolutely crazy. I mean, I, it, the lengths people will go to to look good, to look young. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I know there's that pressure. I do understand that. I'm not, I don't want to, you know, ride roughshod. I know you don't have it, but I feel it every okay. day. Yeah. Every day when well, I uh, look in the mirror, I think, how much longer have I got? Well, I think that the trouble is for you, and I'm going to hold my hands up here and admit it, that you were a great beauty. You were a great beauty. And I'm not going to deny that. I've seen the pictures of you from 20 odd years ago and you are undeniably very beautiful and I think that when one relies on that early in a career and then it starts to fade, I imagine... I imagine that you're that that makes you feel vulnerable about your face, whereas I have never had to rely on that. No. But I'm not. I don't want to be churlish uh, or competitive. You were very beautiful in your twenties. Yeah, I mean, and when that fades, when that fades, and you are trying to make a career. Hang on a minute. Are you saying I look different from when I looked twenty years ago? Oh, is that I, what you're saying? I don't think your own parents would recognise you. I don't know how much you've spent on your face, Lillian. But I honestly feel. I mean, I wonder if it contributes to your divorces that people wake up and they don't actually know who they're married. The only to. difference between me and every other woman out there in showbiz or on the cusps like myself is that I'm honest about it. You I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. Gonna, I'm not going to mention any names, but I just think at least I stand up and say, guys, there isn't a bit of my face that's natural anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle I can talk, the amount I've done to my mouth. I know. I, I applaud that, actually, Lillian, because I think you, your face is very much the philosopher's axe of uh, showbiz. And, you know, we have to wonder, is... Is Lillian Bayliss now the original Lillian Bayliss? What I haven't done, in a, um, because I'm a feminist, is is touch my boobs. Right. Not even at all. Well, I mean, no, I do. Yeah, right, of course, I'm see, sure I, see, I, I see. have done. But, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't... Very important to check yourself. I haven't... Not, not for years have mm-hmm. I had... Well, yeah. for three years. You know, all of this really centres around this notion of pretty privilege that uh, a few people have written about. I've read a few columns about it recently. And all it is is really 
putting some words on something to define it of something that's always been around, which is that people who are prettier, women who are prettier or more conventionally attractive, should we say, in the male gaze, uh, tend to get on in life. The promotions are right. there, the, the, whatever it is, the, you know, you may, uh, they, I think they've even found that women who are considered prettier make more money. You Certainly know, the prostitutes do. Yes. Uh, and I think, you know, they're very much at the forefront of mm. this kind of thing. You know, the, the, the right of the, you I know, mean, Julia Roberts trenches. met a millionaire. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, that is the sort of premise of that film. He, she's so un- unbelievably beautiful that how could he resist her? And so he's going to marry her and um, and climb up a metal fire escape. I mean, that film escape. for a while made me want to be a prostitute. Did it? Yeah. Did it? And did you ever try it? No, I mean, you know, I, I, I wanted to be a journalist shortly after that. But, you know, certainly... But it was either it, or for a bit. Well, no, it was just that, look, do you want to, to, to meet a, a millionaire who looks like Richard Gere, who gives you his credit cards and go lets you go shopping? Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, but... You know, what do she, I have to do to achieve that? The thing is, that... is that Julia Roberts is so beautiful, not, not many of us are going to do that well if we become a prostitute. So that's kind of what made me think, mm, maybe, mm, maybe... Go the other way. Else. Do you think, what do you think? Have you encountered the pretty privilege in your own life have you seen other women prettier getting ahead sorry well yes i no i mean i have encountered pretty privilege yes 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 yes, and have you suffered because of that no i've i've gained because of that i think is what you mean because i've 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 experienced i've been fortunate i guess to have the pretty privilege i see i mean i don't know what you mean i don't know what you mean no 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 nothing bad nothing bad nothing bad i I, no okay we were coming up from slightly different angles yeah yeah yeah. okay so hands up i have got on because of my looks i know that but don't for a second think that i have not to work mighty hard behind closed doors to to be more than just a face to be more than just the, the, the the pretty girl that's why i i work so bloody hard when I was at university to make sure that people could see that I wasn't just a pretty face. Well, I you got academic. a 2-2. Two, two. I, t- I missed out by t- on a 2-1 by two points. Oh, but wow. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, long yeah, time yeah, ago. Yeah, Water yeah. under the bridge. And that was because my tutor was jealous of me, I think. She was... Right, I see. She did not have pretty privileges. So like in that, that sense, you actually, like goat. you actually suffered... Because other women a were yellow, saggy goats. Okay, well, well, let's not. She may still be no, alive. I mean, she I'm may over be listening. It. I'm fine. Yeah, you sound over it. Stitch up. Yeah, but going back to the whole thing. Do you, so we are really acknowledging that this thing really exists. It's not. It's not in our imagination. This notion of the pretty privilege of being. You know, I've I've on several occasions felt sort of knocked out of the way by someone who's coming in with a very a very traditional look. The the sort of the look that pleases Aryan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily have used that word, but I I think certainly something that uh, conforms to the patriarchal view. It's nature, isn't it? It's a selfish gene. Mm. It's like, oh, there's the sort of wide-eyed, blue-eyed, blonde, um, well-proportioned um, girl. Mm. Let's all impregnate her right. for the, the happy future of the of the human race. Is that well, so wrong? Well, it was certainly the, the Nazis' view of it. I mean... Yes, I think I'm going to stick my neck out and say yes. That is well, no, quite sure. Wrong. That was taken to extremes, but yes. eugenics was all the rage in the uh, 30s. You know, we were all doing it, and um, and and in a way, it was taken to such horrific extremes. It, it put the kibosh on something that, that could have been a healthier, a, a more you know, a, a more um, moderate um, thing. I mean, now you, you you're able to choose your babies, so we've come full circle, right? So you're saying I, I'm I'm slightly uh, can you 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 sound sort of like you're not sure whether you're for or against. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with 
you know, promoting a physical ideal as long as it's not to the detriment of people like yourself. But the trouble is you say that, but promoting a physical ideal will always be to the detriment of someone who doesn't meet up. Sure, I hear you. I hear you. It's good to have this discussion. It really is, because we so rarely talk like this. And do you know what's sad and ironic in a way is that it's taken a couple of microphones mm. and some severe financial hardship mm. to get us to really sit down and have it out. Do you know and what I mean? there's something curious about this um, podcast process which is fascinating because you feel so unguarded. You feel yes. so like nobody's listening. Yes. And so I sort of think, OK, I'm not going to worry if what I say is a bit offensive, a bit ill-considered, a bit nasty even. Mm. I'm just going to say it. And I Falls think, out on the table. Yeah. And I, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. That's something you're obviously feeling very free to do. And that the Lillian mm. Bayliss that we've all known in the pubs of Fleet Street so forth, and so forth is, is now coming out. Because I think, Jennifer, to your huge credit, you've always been balls out. You've walked into, you know, the, the offices of The Guardian very rarely, but a couple of times. And you have just put it out there, balls out. This is what I think. This is, And to be honest, some of your opinions are a little bit more palatable, perhaps, than mine. Well, OK, but I've also had to, when I have gone into the offices of The Guardian with my balls out, very much leading from the front, uh, and had to just get my point out there across, it's because I've had limited time before security comes and removes me from the building. Yeah. So I have to get my pitch in there yeah, fast. Yeah. And if I can make it all the way to the editor's office, I will do so. Mm. And I, I don't apologise for that, because no. I think you know in journalism it is dog eat dog you know cat eat cat whatever mm. you may be mm. and and i think pretty privilege uh, and all of that kind of stuff all plays into that because time and time again, Lillian, I see pretty young girls come in and they just get a column in the Sunday Times style or whatever it may be. Mm. And, you know, what. And they don't even have to do hand jobs and blow jobs anymore. No, 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 they don't. No. They haven't had to do any of the stuff that we've had to do. No. And, and, and yet. That annoys me. Mm. That really angers me, actually. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I know it's great, feminism, all the rest of it are, you know, but that just makes me, my blood boil. Because if I, if I thought about it and counted the number of times, and it didn't always work, did it? No. It didn't always achieve the ends that we wanted it no, to. No, 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 no. So, you know, where, where, that's just unfair. Yeah. Well, they're coming in now and they're just sort of saying, oh, I wore a purple coat last week and this is how I felt about it. And then some oh, no. banging out 800 words about that. Oh, no. And and you sort of think, well, yeah, you can make doe eyes at this, that and the other. And maybe you do photograph well. No, you're right. And all these byline photos now. When I started out, there was no byline photo. No. You have full, full photos. There's more photo, there's more photo coverage than there is words. Yes. So actually, you've changed my mind in this very short conversation about oh, pretty privilege. I'm interested. Very interested, good. Interested to I hear actually that. think it's completely unjust. And it's, it's all those bad memories. And it's not just because you're getting of, older. No, and it's not just because I've had these kind of um, slightly repressed memories uh, sparked again of, of all those awful mm. things that happened and in it's darkened not rooms just... in offices. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't want to talk about that. Mm. Um, I'm going to write about that in my um, memoir. You know, we've been talking a lot about uh, freedom of expression and so on and mm. freedom of what you can wear. And it's interesting that it will sort of lead into a discussion on free speech, isn't it, mm. Lillian? Because um, it leads quite naturally on, you know. And is free speech a good thing or a bad thing? What do we think? What do you think? Do you think... Yeah, I'm just looking at my notes. No, no. Um, just put away the clipboard for a minute and just engage with me, the person okay. in front yep. of you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Go. Hit me. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to prepare to this extent. Well, I just... I can't read my own writing, which... Um... Um, I think if if you could just Davos. learn to use a Davos. computer Can and we a talk printer. About Davos? Yeah. 
maternity leave. Talking of free speech, um, are we in favour broadly, Lillian? No, 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 no. Just have a. Are you sure? No. Okay. So you're you're against free speech, are you? Well, I think it's gone too far. Right. You think people can just say whatever they like now, and no consequences, and that that's broadly bad for yes. society. Mm. You know, I don't want to 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 have a friend say, um, you know, I really think you're an, an awful human being, or whatever they might feel they can say to you mm. now, in the in the kind of spirit of honesty and and being a good friend. You mm. know, I I Has like, said that to you. I like the days when people had a bit of respect and and there was a bit of kind of cover and yeah. you know it'd be let's talk about the weather for a bit and mm-hmm. you know I mean I'm all for free speech and you know like in the broader political um, context but enough politics um, but I think you know in a on a personal level free speech is is generally rude. I can see where you're coming from. I think because on the one hand we want to protect free speech in terms of politics. Do you want me to tell you what I really think of you? No. Would we? still be sat here if we had a really honest free speech chat about each other? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, I can't think we'd even have got through the first 20 minutes of our first meeting. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm interested now, but yeah. No, but I think the point is, is that you want to keep your opinions to yourself when it comes to personal you relationships. You want to have a bit of respect, Look, yeah. no one in the history of marriage has ever sustained a relationship for more than two years without lying. For God's sake, mm. I lie to my husband's face several times a day. When you say I love you? Not that so much. I mean, I do love him in my way. Mm. Um, and I certainly have loved him. Sometimes I say I've loved you. I love you. Just yes. pronounce it differently. Yes. It can mean something oh, different. Oh, I love you. Yeah. Or oh, love you. Or, or just don't look him in the eyes when you say it. Yep. Or you just call it over your shoulder as he leaves. Love you. Ah, See you later. Love you. Love you. Love you. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. So there are ways around it. There are certainly ways How around else it. have you lied to John? Hope he's not listening. Oh, he won't listen to this. He can, oh, he can't. Even, he's got one of those old Nokias. He can barely send a text message. Okay. I don't think he even knows the internet exists. That's handy. Yeah. Very handy. Um, but, um, no, I, I, I tell my little white lies, you know, oh yeah, that looks nice. That tastes nice. That feels nice. Whatever it may be, whatever it is that gets you through the day. That's what I think on Mm. a personal level, just in terms of personal relationships, you Mm. know, if I had told my parents what I thought of them, if they told me what they thought, what what they thought of me, no one would ever get anywhere. No one would be friends. But hang on, you're making me think twice here because, um... In the context of your marriage, if you're just sort of playing along with him, mm. isn't that kind of a rejection of the feminism? You know, if you're not feeling able to say the truth and, and speak openly with your husband, mm. if you're basically tolerating his his sexual touch, even though it, it's abhorrent to you, which yeah. is what you're suggesting, well, yeah. is that OK? I think it's OK if you are both named on the mortgage because honestly, the mm. admin involved in separating now is—I know they've made these quickie divorces. You can just pick them up, de- pick up a decree nisi and whatever it's called in WH Smith. Nissi. Decree nissi, is it? I don't know. No, but you can just pick one up in an envelope in uh, like a chlamydia. Yeah, like a chlamydia test. You can get a chlamydia test, a decree nisi, and a will from from pretty much 
high street, any normal high street. So you can sort of do the whole lot all in one afternoon. And I feel like, is that a little bit too easy? Mm. You know, you can get divorced easily, but can you untangle your assets? Can you sell the house? You know, so I just think, God, for a quiet, easy life, Mm. I might as well just go along with this notion of being happily married to a certain extent. And I think a lot of women would feel the same. I think... It's a form of feminism, isn't it? That if, if you want to just carry on your sort of reasonably nice, comfortable life, just shut up and put up. Isn't that feminism? No. No. Really? No. Well, oh, fine. Fine. I mean, I look, you know, if that's... Um, I can't I can't deny that I feel a little bit bruised after today's session, but I guess that's all part of the creative process. Well, I'm sorry if... Um the, the truth can hurt, um, yeah. but I think it's good that we look at each other in the eye. Are you sorry? Keep... Are you sorry? Yeah. Because you don't look very sorry. Well, I'm pleased because I know that I've held a mirror up to you and you've seen what state you're in. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, mirrors or whatever aside, um, I guess we'll probably do this again next week because God knows we haven't got anything else to do. Well, I'm very happy to ring up Vanessa or somebody and do it with them if that's if that's yeah. how you feel. Well, fine. If Vanessa's got her own microphones, then I be bet my she's, guest. I bet she's got her own microphones. Fine. I bet she's got bigger microphones than you've got. Fine. OK, fine. It doesn't need to get nasty. Doesn't well, I'm just saying. So anyway, uh, if you want to join us again, um, see you next time on Women Like Us. <laughs> <laughs>